Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, October 12, 2021. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 6, verse 6. And that says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. Well, it was indeed a beautiful Thanksgiving day. The sun shone brightly for a change, and the skies were blue, with temps in the mid to low 20s. Whoa, we haven't seen that type of day in my area for a while now. And I do hope that all of us gave much thanks for the many blessings we have in this blessed land. I know the celebrations were plentiful. What with the recent opening up of the lockdown conditions? And though my own celebration was fairly quiet, the food was over the top. And unfortunately, I partook of it with the zest that I have not seen or experienced in recent times. (laughs) And since West Indian food, though nourishing and strengthening, is also fattening. Consequently, I am a couple pounds heavier this morning. But what to do, eh? When you celebrate and give thanks, these things will happen. The problem now is to keep up the attitude of thanksgiving while lowering the temptation to the celebration aspect. Remember, We can never give too much thanks, but we can always overdo the celebration part, which can get us in serious trouble when laziness, idleness, slothfulness, and their fellow companions rear their ugly heads. Sadly, though, a lot of that is now floating around in our current turbulent and unhinged society. That's why right now is a good time to consider the marvelous advice of Cousin Saul from his writings in Proverbs, where he warns against laziness and falsehood. Please listen up closely to this wise and godly advice. He says, Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thine eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe or a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and as a bird from the hand of the fowler, that's the bird trapper. And all of that comes from Proverbs 6, verses 4 to 5. Yes, friends, we must not let the seeming beauty of sleep to capture us unawares, like a hunter captures a deer or a fowler traps a bird in his snare. Sleep is necessary to reset our tired bodies and souls, but overdone, it can lead to very disastrous situations. And you better believe that sleep is one of the best traps the enemy uses to ensnare us and get us away from doing the Lord's work. That's why Cousin Saul, in his advice, directs us thus. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, 
and be wise. And you ask, what's his, what's, <laughs> and you ask, what's he talking about? Eh? How can you learn wisdom from the ways of the ant? Well, then he explains it by saying that the ant, which having no guide that's leader, overseer, or ruler, provided her meat or her food in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. And that comes from Proverbs 6, verses 7 to 8. Now, isn't that a wonderful example of self-reliance and wisdom? It surely is. Then Cousin Saul goes on to ask these most pertinent questions. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? And that's Proverbs 6 verse 9. Oh, my people, those are questions that each of us must seriously consider, especially in these dangerous and crazy times of sickness and dissatisfaction. And why is that you ask again? <laughs> Cousin Saul also provides the answer to that question. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, that's a prowler, and thy want or need as an armed man. And that's taken from Proverbs 6, verses 10 to 11. Yes, my brethren, that's how laziness, idleness, and slothfulness bring us to our knees without our realizing it. Working too hard is not good, but not working hard enough is even worse. Now, here are some explanations on the subjects from the scholars. They say that the sluggard is the habitually lazy person. He's admonished to learn two important lessons from the ant. The first one is that the ant has no guide overseer or ruler, which we'll find in verse 7 meaning that the ant does not have to have a taskmaster standing over it to make it work. It is a self-starter. And the second reason is the ant is wise enough to prepare for predictable circumstances, which you find in verse 8. Two questions about sleep are posed to the sluggard in verse 9. His answer is given in verse 10, just a little more sleep. The result of such laziness is dire poverty, which will come as suddenly and as decisively as a robber, which is found in verse 11. And you better believe me, people, that our society currently seems overwhelmed with laziness or always seeking the ways you sorry, or always seeking the easy way out, or just looking at today and not tomorrow. But we must also prepare for the future, for the hereafter. And yes, not many of us want to work, but it's wise if we do. And then don't consume everything all at once either. Put aside something for the rainy day too. At least in earlier generations, some of us had no choice whatsoever but to work if we wanted to eat and a place to sleep. 
And that brings to mind where Paul's directive to the Thessalonians. For even when we were with you, he says, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busy bodies. And that's taken from 2 Thessalonians 3, verses 10 to 11. And there are indeed many like that in our current society. Meanwhile, the scholars explain, Paul expounds his simple and straightforward ethic. If a person will not work, he should not eat. The Thessalonians' diversion encouraged their meddlesome ways, demonstrating that idle hands are the devil's workshop. And is that ever true? We get into trouble most often when we are not doing anything or anything productive. And that is exactly what's happening right now in our society. Too many people have nothing constructive to do. So they are engaging in a whole lot of negative and evil devices and schemes. And with so much government and charitable help around, it would be hard to implement a scheme of no work, no bread. On top of that, there just are not enough jobs, jobs so that everyone can be gainfully employed. So what do we do? Eh? The best we can, obviously. That's working ourselves, showing forth the benefits of living for Jesus and encouraging others to do something constructive, whatever it might be, something that would benefit them and the society. It's time to stop paying so much attention to the foolishness, the lies and distractions on social media and return to a fact and truth-based society. That means depending on the good book, the Lord's word. And no, it's not an easy task. But if we work in concert with Jesus, we can certainly do it because he gives us strength to do any and everything he needs us to do. Glory be, my people. Now, for those of us who are willing and able to work for our Savior, let's go home declaring, right, yes, I spell declaring right today. So let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, loudly and proudly proclaiming to the whole world who and whose we are, in other words, to whom we belong. So as one strong voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. And having said that, let's go out now and share that amazing love and friendship of Christ with others now, so that they too can come to know and love him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, to fill the world with peace and love, we must fill the world with Jesus. 
And that's a fact, friends, because only Jesus brings peace and love. So if you want to get that in our world, we got to get in Jesus. So let's go out there and show people Jesus now. Show the light and salt that we are so that people would come to him and know and love him just like we do. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.